Hey guys, this is Kelly here with the annual Play Therapy Conference. Let me pick that up again because that was like, wow. Hey guys, it's Kelly here at the annual Play Therapy Conference, and I had the pleasure of meeting one of the presenters, Janet Courtney, and I asked her if she would share her passion with you guys because um, one of the things that we love to do is um, whenever we find something new or amazing for therapists to learn about, we want to share it. And so thank you for joining me today. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> and uh, yesterday I got to watch Janet's TED Talk, which is pretty cool. And you're the developer, founder, creator of First Line Therapy. First play therapy, excuse me, right? <laughs> yes, right. So tell me a little bit about your background and mm -hmm. how you got into play. And mm -hmm. you, I mean, you had an article published recently in a mm -hmm. journal. So tell me a little bit about how you got here. Okay, well, great. Well, this therapy is based upon first play. And just so people can understand, first play is what we call pre-symbolic play. Mm -hmm. And that is the kind of play that you might observe if you're in a restaurant and then you see a mom with a baby on her lap and mm -hmm. she's looking at the baby and then she's singing to her or him and, and the baby's responding back. Uh -huh. and, and it's just that first play that happens with a child that with the mother or a father or a parent or a grandparent even. Uh -huh. And versus a lot of our play and play therapies focused on symbolic play. Okay. We know more with items that we're looking for themes of the play. But this is, this is a different type of therapy because it's also based upon caring and respectful touch that's happening in the, um, in the therapy. It's a therapy that I came to from a woman and her name is Viola Brody. And she started a, she founded a program called Developmental Play Therapy. She was my mentor, mm. my supervisor. Mm -hmm. um, she was on my dissertation committee. Uh -huh. And I ended up studying that actually, doing research further in developmental play therapy. And that is the research that is published in the International Play Therapy Journal that came out this past April. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, because a lot of the people that follow us are business mm -hmm. owners, right? And they own their own practice. Mm -hmm. So you have all this knowledge. And when did you decide to turn it into something like kind of, you know, make a concept and start mm -hmm. delivering that information to people? How did it, you get from an idea and your research and turn it into a name mm -hmm. and a process that you teach? Right. Well, that's very good. A very good question because it has evolved over like, two, three decades of, you know, just mm -hmm. being in practice, practice, because I have been in private practice since 1989, uh -huh. and just working with families and children and, you know, one child after another. But um, I also am a story play facilitator as mm -hmm. well. So I integrated the two different types of therapy with developmental play therapy, which is based upon first play, and then therapeutic storytelling. And Neat. so kind of what I did is merge those two types of therapies together. Mm -hmm. And then I've created um, the, and I'm also an infant massage educator. Mm -hmm. So what I've done is kind of taken triangulated those three different types of things to first play therapy which incorporates all those different theory types of you know even family therapy mm -hmm. um, theories together so we have um, first play is um, a model that's based on two different developmental stages okay so the first stage is for infants ages four weeks to mm -hmm. two to three years okay. and that is a, a play therapy infant massage 
model mm -hmm. where the therapist is training a parent how to massage their baby through storytelling, therapeutic storytelling. And they're connecting through the relationship of first play through caring touch, mm -hmm. which was a lot of what Viola Brody was about. And her book her, is called The Dialogue of Touch. Mm -hmm. So she was talking about touch. I mean, she was way, way ahead of the game mm -hmm. with that cutting edge, very cutting edge back, you know, in the 60s. <laughs> but anyway, and then I've taken the second stage is for children that are a little bit older, and that offers caring touch where a therapist guides a parent how to tell a story on a child's back. And as we know, touch is very, very healing. And it also releases the hormone, which is oxytocin, which is the calming and connectivity right. hormone. So you're calming the child and you're creating attachment between the child and the parent as well. Right, and it, the, oh, attachment is the big, you know, founding, you know, theory base that's underneath first play. But it's also, the storytelling is therapeutic. It has an Ericksonian base to it. Wonderful. So it has a therapeutic component of the metaphor. So the, the children are hearing the metaphor of the story that has embedded messages, you know, healing messages in the story. So they, um, you know, through the characters of the story may take a breath and blow it out and go ah like that. And then the parent does that with the child. The therapist is also doing that, that mm -hmm. type of breathing and, and everybody, you know, so the parent's doing like, you know, kind of this is the, the thunder. So they're doing thunder and then they take a breath and go ah oh. like that. And then I do that with them. And then the, the parent does it and then the child does it too. Mm. So that's, you see what I mean? So there's relaxation techniques yeah. and calming techniques are embedded in this caring touch type of activity. So it's de definitely an interactive parent-child type of well, treatment. Well, what kind of impact have you seen in people you've worked with in using this? Well, that's wonderful because, you know, what I've done is I get like a smorgasbord of like different issues that come sure. in. So across the board, I integrate this as part of adjunctive to other types of play therapy that I do. So I teach all my parents, you know, depending on the age of the child, sure. how to offer this, the kinesthetic storytelling piece into the work with you know, with the, with the child, and then they do this at home, maybe before the child goes to bed, um, if they have a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. So then I might give it as a prescription and say, do this three times a day. Tell mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the rainbow, um, you know, the, the magic rainbow hug story. You just, you know, adapt it mm -hmm. three times a day with, you know, the child, you know, once in the morning, once when they come home from school, and maybe once at night before they go to sleep. Because that really helps. If you want to help calm a child, just sustained touch or caring touch, just kind of really, it's the quickest way to calm a child. But the parent also has to come from a calm place too. They have right. to be attuned. And that is our work as the therapist, helping the parent learn how to kind of come, you know, calm themselves. And then they come to the child in, in a calm and loving way as well. Beautiful. We were talking about touch and therapy because it's one of those Kind of taboo issues, right? Like oh, yes. <laughs> and that was my workshop yesterday, by the way. <laughs> it was to touch or not to touch the ethical considerations of mm -hmm. touch in the playroom. Right. So you really it's a understand very this. very serious yes. topic. It really, really is. I, I have been researching the topic of touch. I was even, I went down to the um, 
Touch Research Institute down in Miami. There's a woman named Tiffany Field. So I wanted to learn from her a little bit more about this, you know, topic of touch and, uh -huh. and did some training down there as well. So it, I mean, you're really an expert. <laughs> well, I'm trying to learn more about it. I'm researching sure. it, and that was part Wonderful. of my dissertation, you know, with implications for, for touch research is what came out of my, my um, data. So, you know, as a business coach, I'm thinking when I hear stuff like this that's new, how could this be integrated to enhance clinical outcomes for people in private mm -hmm. practice, you know, to offer um, this kind of service in your practice? So if someone wanted to learn this stuff, how would they go about mm -hmm. it? All right. Well, they can contact me. Uh -huh. <laughs> and my telephone number is 561 267-0625 and I would just be so thrilled to answer any questions that people have about it. I have a manual. It's a it's a four-day intensive training. It's uh -huh. 28 hours and it, the first training is, the next training is in March uh -huh. and then the training after that is in May and it's in Florida but I can arrange to come to people in you know their agencies. This is actually a great technique of um, it's a programs that go into the home uh -huh. with parents because sure. they can do some parent training, but it can be adjunctive. So they can offer this type of training in addition to other type of models that they're using with the parent. And that's what I like about it. Yeah. It's not really a standalone. Sure, it's not end all be all. Th right. right, therapy. It's right. one that you can use in addition to the other methods that Wonderful. That you're I using. mean, that's part right. of being mm -hmm. a, a great therapist is integrating mm -hmm. evidence-based practices mm -hmm. and and skills that really do enhance the outcomes of our work with clients, you know, mm -hmm. that's what I love about this. And it, we're always constantly growing and changing in that. Mm -hmm. So you have the training where you train therapists so that mm -hmm. they can use this when they're working with parents. And mm -hmm. um, and then you also have some books, right? Right, exactly. I have the Magic Rainbow Hug that is, is out. You can get that on Amazon. And then um, also the Self-Esteem Shop sells the magic rainbow hug and then there's an activity book that goes along with the the book that kind of reinforces some of the ideas that are in the magic rainbow hug and then i have a second book well actually a second and a third book coming out and it's called the magic love bug mm. and then the other book is called nessie's magic rainbow hug and that's actually those are edited books so i have trained other people how to do this type of storytelling and so i've worked with them on their stories and so i have a story in there and then i have um in the first book i have i think six other authors in the wow. second book i have seven other authors who've written stories that's awesome mm -hmm. and they all have the kind of static piece in it that kind of parallel the story where parts of the story can also be told on a child's back. Beautiful. Yes. Mm -hmm. So cool. So we're going to put um, detailed information about books and um, your training in case anybody's interested and just to know that you know coming to the conferences like this and meeting wonderful people like Janet you get to find out all the new stuff that's coming out there and I think it's important for us to stay on top of research and continue to become better clinicians and I love that you when I said you're an expert you're like I'm still learning you know <laughs> yes, and we always are and that's great but I just love what you do you're showing me your books and stuff and so I really encourage you guys to check out further what Janet's doing and consider the training if that's something that you're working with parents and um, attachment stuff might be something to consider for your 
practice. So thank you for sharing. Oh gosh, and thank you so much for having me. All right. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> okay. Take care. Great. <laughs>